This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. From MPB Think Radio, this is Fix It 101, the home improvement show to help you do it yourself. I'm Jason Klein here with licensed contractor Delmore from Affordable Solutions 601 and Jeff Simmons from Houseworks. Today is your chance to tell us about the things you have recently built or created for your home. What'd you upcycle? What are you proud of? Also, we're going to throw in some uh, life, ha- life hacks to make your life a little easier. Is your refrigerator still getting as cold as it should? Maybe that bathroom faucet isn't as strong as it used to be. Share your comments and experiences with us this morning by calling 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. This is Fixit 101 from MPB Think Radio. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. From MPB Think Radio, this is Fix It 101, the home improvement show to help you do it yourself. I'm Jason Klein here with licensed contractor Delmore from Affordable Solutions 601 and Jeff Simmons from Houseworks. Today is your chance to tell us about the things you have recently built or something that doesn't even have to be recent, really. Something you created yourself or uh, a lot of folks these days are upcycling. Anything from pallets to, you know, I mean, just all kinds of stuff. Uh, also, if you just built it and you're proud of it and it helped out, give us a call. 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. And, of course, we'll take any of your calls today with whatever you're looking to do. Uh, so how are you guys doing today? I'm great. I'm feeling good. Great to be in the land of the living again. Great to be in the land of air conditioning. Oh, yes. yes. It's there. I I actually got a touch of heat sickness this weekend from working outside too much. You wouldn't quit. I wouldn't quit, and it made me sick. I mean, honestly. I don't care how much water you drink. No. The key is taking a shade break. Yeah. You know, allowing your body to cool off, but if you work through it, you just like titanium steel, and sometimes it's gonna get hot enough to burn and melt that. I just, I just, it, it, it got to me. It finally, it was really weird. I stayed out too long in nausea, it. Yeah, yeah, weak That's feeling. Right. Came That's with right. it. You see, I'm, I'm under the uh, suffering a little bit too. Yeah. Got too hot. I worked through the holidays and the weekend. It was a nightmare. That's what I did too. Well, uh, and it was, <laughs> it was quite warm. So, what are you fellas working on right now? Oh, me, uh, kitchen, kitchen, kitchens. I've got so many remodels coming in. And at the same time, I had a customer call with a lightning hit a house, and oh man, the damage was uh, just amazing. You you wouldn't believe what white lightning would do to a, a house. Yeah. Oh yeah. So inside and out, destroy it, almost like a tree hit it or something. Really? Mm-hmm. That's 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 something else. So we're really uh, basically putting back together a lot of people's houses. Right. And how about you, Jeff? Uh, what do you got working on? Well, we started our second home for our troops mm-hmm. uh, yesterday. We moved equipment, and we're moving dirt as we speak. Mm-hmm. So, we, I saw a picture on your Facebook the other day with the uh, kitchen cabinetry and everything for the first home for our troops, and it was really neat looking at because it, it obviously is built for uh someone who's in a wheelchair uh, that's right that's right everything is uh wheelchair accessible uh he he will be able to get to every one of his appliances wow and uh, that's cool so we'll turn those keys over on the 16th of this month mm-hmm. and uh like i said started the other one yesterday so um wow we're we're extremely excited about that i know he's a happy camper right <laughs> new uh, house mm. Well, uh, you know, real quick, let's go to the phone and talk to Wayne in Long Beach. He wants to talk to us about a dining room table. Is this something that you made, Wayne? Yes. It is. Wow. Yes. I uh, I went to John Campbell Folk School up in North Carolina, uh-huh. and I built a 34-inch uh, by 7-foot 
white oak turn leg table. Wow. Dining room table. It was quarter sawn oak, old, old oak. Wow. White oak. And I finished it with uh, seven coats of uh, uh, tongue oil. Oh, yes. Man, Wayne, that is a different level right there. That is good stuff. I was going to talk about a birdhouse, man. You're making you're making furniture. Then, starting Sunday evening and finishing on Thursday night, really Friday morning, we made those tables. Wow! Oh, come on now, Wayne. Yeah, and uh, I mean they were finished. Uh, the only thing was bringing. I finished it after I got home. You know the the surface, but uh, it's a wonderful experience to to work under professionals. Uh, you know, doing doing woodworking right. and making mm-hmm. things, and uh, it's a weak course and uh, a good food too. That's the thing. <laughs> right. Well, you know what? It's funny because that's just it. It. it whenever you go to, if I walk into a hardware store, a lumber place, anything like that, it's something about being around just regular wood, and I'm thinking, man, this could be anything. You yes. can make anything. Wood is like the most forgiving, wonderful building product of all time. Well, uh, just, uh, I, I wanted to tell that it's, um, it's something that my great grandchildren will probably have or something because it, it's so heavy. I don't move it very much. <laughs> and, and Wayne, it was, uh, it's very satisfying doing that, isn't it? Oh yes. And, uh, to have people eat off of it, and, you know, sure. uh, right. if, uh, if something happens, we'll just refinish it. That's right. right. Good That's for right. you. That's right. You know how to do it. Good day. Enjoy your show. Thanks, Wayne. Appreciate it. Okay. Yeah, this is it's neat because it, when you start building something, the reason why I, uh, the the idea for the show this week was on I think Friday night. Wife and I were just sitting around. We're kind of cleaning up and stuff, getting ready for the weekend, and uh, we're watching DIY Network in the background. And this little 30-second commercial comes on, and it's one of those little, here's a tip that you can do for your home. And it was talking about the trash can in your kitchen. Mm -hmm. And it was talking about making a wooden box for this trash can, sliding the trash can down into the inside, creating a lid for it, then staining it the same color as your cabinets. Um, And my wife looked at that and said, is that something that you can make? And I'm like, it's something I'm going to make. Of course. Oh, yeah. I'm she on called it. you out yeah, right, there, then. right there. Can you make? Okay, <laughs> yes. Yes, I can. <laughs> so so I worked on it. It looks great. But I put the uh, I put the original thing from the DIY Network on our Fix It 101 Facebook page. It's MPB's Fix It 101, MPB Fix It 101, our uh, Facebook page. So the instructions for this little uh, garbage can container, and it looks really nice. Looks really nice in the kitchen. It looks like a part of the cabinetry. So you actually made it. I did. Okay, I did. I mean, now I'll post some pictures of it next week. Uh, I've I've got one question. Mm-hmm. Did you think in your mind that you couldn't do it, or did you know that you could do it? Hey man, I knew I could. There do you it. go, without a doubt. <laughs> I looked without over at my wife. I was like, "You've bought me far too many tools at this point for me to have any excuses not to be able to build this thing." So. You know, I, I've been guilty in the past to sometimes say I could do it. A bite off a little more than you can Well, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank God you can always call someone. Right, right. Oh, 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 got a, oh, by the way, if you have something that you've done that you're proud of, 877-MPB-RING is the number to call. Got a letter pertaining to last week. Hey, guys, your last show on finding a contractor was perfect timing. My wife and I just met with a contractor about building our new home in Brandon. Two questions came up that I'd like to get your opinion, your input on. Number one, vinyl versus hardy board soffit. Hardy. Okay. It says our new home will have hardy board and brick siding, but our contractor asked if we wanted vinyl or hardy soffits. He was uh, good about explaining the aesthetic differences, but I was wondering which was better to maintain over time. Is ventilation affected? Again, I'm going to say Hardy. You're going to go Hardy? Yes. Why Why would you go Hardy, Jeff? Well, Hardy is a concrete product. Uh-huh. Uh, you put a quality paint on it, uh-huh. um, and, and, you're, and you're done. Uh-huh. Uh, this is why paint fails. Paint fails because the substrate moves, uh-huh. meaning, you know, you, you paint your pine fascia board. Right. Well, when that board moves, mm-hmm. 
the paint will not move with it. Obviously, right. it cracks and peels, and over time, right. um, you've your your substrate has moved, mm-hmm. and your paint has failed. Right. Hardy board is not going to move. Okay. All right. It's, it's not going to expand and contract. All right, Dell. Well, I would say uh, it, you, like it, you really got um, you know the bo- the best of both worlds. Vinyl is good if it's installed right. To me, um, you know, you don't have to do nothing to it, but um, keep it clean. And, you know, right. if the little mill do uh, build up on it, just have some guys come out and pressure wash the house. Right. Or you could do it yourself. And the hardy is good too, because like you say, it's a concrete, um, solid sheet or board or whatever, but. I don't know the plastic versus hardy board up under the house for uh-huh. his, uh the I mean you might get more mildew on the vinyl though. I believe it right. will attract more mildew. I think from an aesthetic standpoint, I mean, could have right. a little swag in there, you yep. know, over the years. So we we'll probably favor the hey, hardy board a long time. Look, but I don't hey, know. It, it, it just it's, depends on. They're both great products. It's yes. chocolate and vanilla. It's whatever. Right. That's what yeah. I would say. They right. big, okay. both are good. So you can't right. go wrong. It just depends on the degree of the house. You got the bricks in different elements you want to keep everything right. kind of matching the same all right here's your second question 200 versus 400 amp service goodness gracious our home will be around 3,000 square feet eventually but not now i want to add a workshop in the back it would be used for hobby woodworking so no major power tools i also envision having lights and a window ac unit is it worth getting more amp service? What kind of projects would I need to be working on to require an extra 200 amps? Man, 200 amps is a lot of power. It's a lot of power. Uh, 400, 400 amps, that's like business service. I but mean, you got to think about it. He's preparing himself for the future. And I would say if you are knowing that you're going to do it, go ahead and uh, save yourself the expenses and prepare for the um, – the future, go ahead and have those lines already ran so when you get ready to tie in, they're there. I will say it would, it's cheaper from the beginning to do it rather than to retrofit it yes, after it's all yes. done. Do it. But if it's on your mind like that, go ahead and build and prepare for that shop. What do you so think? You, I mean, I mean, you know, well, a lot of smaller homes come with uh, 100 amp services. Standard homes come with what, two? I, you know, I ran into a similar situation when we built our garage with the apartment above it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I had to run new service new to, to, the, to the garage. I didn't have enough at my current right. home. So we um, we put that on a separate meter. Uh-huh. And um, so now there's a meter on the garage, mm-hmm. a meter on the house. Right. Now, if I would have had 400 amps to the house, I, I, w- I, I could run everything off of one off of one service. Well, yeah. So, you, you ought to be able to run just about anything off 400 days. Yeah, it's like you have a home and a warehouse back there. Right, right. You know, and I guess shop. you're going to do it. You know, uh, Jeff, you had mentioned a couple of weeks ago the pool, and that's a, a constant drain sure. on, uh, on on power. So, yeah. Okay, well, uh, I hope that this helps out, Benjamin, and hope your uh, hope your house works out great. More is better. More is better. Mm-hmm. There's, there's Dell for you. <laughs> okay, uh, we're going to continue our discussion after the break. For the do-it-yourselfers, what have you recently created at home? And uh, I know Jonas, our producer, has uh, something that his family makes that's uh, very crafty. And, yeah, I'll, I'll take the upcycled stuff and the uh, crafty stuff if you want to do that, if you're proud of it. Uh, and how about some shortcuts around the house? Call us with your questions, comments. Just tell us what project you're working on at 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464, or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. We'll be right back.
Support for MPB comes from the nonprofit RAND Gulf States Policy, helping decision makers strengthen public policy and improve communities along the Gulf Coast through objective research and analysis. Learn more at rand.org slash Gulf States. I was recently diagnosed with invasive ductal carcinoma. Those of you who've been listening to the news are probably totally confused about breast cancer and breast cancer screening. What choices exist to detect breast cancer? Is there a right way to fight it? The option that was presented to me by my surgeon was lumpectomy. Learn more in an MPB Southern Remedy documentary special, A Plan to Survive, July 14th at 7 on MPB TV. Hi, I'm Dr. Rick DeShazo for Southern Remedy. Each Wednesday, we answer your calls on health issues of interest to you. They range from medical questions on kids, young adults, baby boomers, and seniors. Whatever you need to know. Join me for Southern Remedy this morning at 11 on MPB Think Radio. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. Welcome back. This is Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein, who are licensed contractor Delmore from Affordable Solutions 601 and Jeff Simmons from Houseworks. Share your comments and experiences with us this morning by calling 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. Talking about those makers out there today, and uh, if you've not heard of something like Etsy, that's a that's a, like a website uh, or an app. Etsy is a place where people make things and sell them, uh, and you can find just about anything in the world on there. And Jonas, now I said this before the break that your family has uh, you've got stuff that you guys make, right? Absolutely, my wife actually creates her own wreaths. Oh, cool! And sells them to uh just and just about anybody like any <laughs> time, like christmas wreaths or any kind of wreaths any kind of wreaths for your family um for christmas holidays we've done one for just about every holiday we've done mardi gras wreaths we've done now easter I've seen your football wreaths yep. too yep for uh, your favorite football team uh, wow. gra- graduation wreaths right as she creates oh, um man. but it started when um we had our youngest child who is now two mm-hmm. she wanted a wreath for her door for the hospital oh Okay. And she made her own wreath for that. And after that, a lot of other people that we knew who were with child wanted wreaths for their hospital door as well. Right. Also a wreath for their home, like the welcome home for the baby. Oh, yeah. Type of wreath. Wow. That's cool. And that took off, and she's been making them ever since. See, that's cool. That's cool. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know what? And, and you can do that not just uh, by yourself with something, but this is also a great opportunity for you to teach someone. I remember my daughter and I years ago got together and built a birdhouse together. Now, this is something that, you know, pretty much any Boy Scout learned how to do, but it's not a very difficult thing. And even if you don't have a lot of skills, it doesn't require, it doesn't require a lot of skills. It it requires very little money, and it's something that you can do. It's just putting a couple of pieces of wood together with a few nails and whatnot, uh, however you want to do it. But it is something, and if you think, wow, I don't even know where to start, you can find about 50 billion different plans online of how to build a birdhouse. Did you need a permit for that? Uh, <laughs> I called Jeff. He said I was good. It was under 200 square feet, so I didn't have to worry about it. <laughs> and it, well, I, I did put it you. in a tree, though, so it could be considered a tree house. Well, so. right. Um, another thing that we uh, built together uh, let's see. One of my other daughters. And your lamps um, are very um, nice. The lamps. Too. Okay. Yeah. The lamps have done very well. I, I, this is something that you can do too, but I do build these crazy weird little lamps uh, that you can plug your accessories and uh, charge your phone and stuff with uh, like bedside lamps. However, however, one of the things you can do, if you go to just about any place, you know, including Wally world or whatever, you can pick up a bottle lamp kit and take just about any bottle, a wine bottle, something like that, and build a lamp out of it. And they sell the kit for like seven bucks, you know. 
And that's kind of a neat little project. If you just want to do something kind of funky and put it in your house and it'd be kind of cool, that you know, that's something that you can do and it's not difficult. So, hey, that's, that's just a great about, idea. Yeah, just about anybody can do it. Well, I got an old lamp um, from great grandmom I need to refurbish and store. So I'm going to have to try that bottle in the kit. Yeah, it's a bottle lamp kit. Uh, it doesn't come with the bottle, but it comes with everything else <laughs> you would need to make a lamp. So mm. you just need the bottle and the bulb. Okay, so obviously you're going to drill a hole in the bottom of that bottle. Right. Uh, okay. Yeah. And, and wow. that, yes, one can do that. So, all right, 877-MPB-RING, 877-672-7464. What is the thing that you made around your home that you're really proud of? Uh, maybe it wasn't so pretty. Maybe it didn't work like you thought it would, but you're still proud of it, and it's there. <laughs> you know, uh, I've got several of those in my home. I promise you that. Number to call is 877-MPB-RING. Uh, now, I built the uh, workbench out back. Mm-hmm. That's something that, that, that one can build because basically you're just building a box out of wood. Mm-hmm. You know, a strong box. I once uh, recycled a fence and made um, a little bar kind of decoration uh, with the fence. A bar? Yes. Really? Well, up under the countertop area, we decorated it, and it gave it that uh, shipwreck look. Oh, with cool. the old um, yeah planks and everything. Oh, that's a good idea. So that, that was real cool. And the recycled stuff is really neat. If you look yes. online right now, you can see lots of uh, you can see lots of uh, things built with pallets. Pallets got hot. Oh yes, yeah. 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 Yes, there's. I've, I've got a friend that um, has a body shop in in Gluckstadt, and he he built the coolest couch. Oh out wow! Of, out of pallet wood. A couch? I mean, a couch. Not real comfortable couch, but a well, couch. No, no. And then they put cushions on it. Oh. Oh, it, it is nice. Really? Yes. I was very impressed. Now, that's living right there. Sure. Okay. All right. Let's go to the phone real quick. Ann is in Clinton. and she, Oh, this is neat. Not something I've ever thought about. A wheelchair house. You with us, Ann? Well, I couldn't think of the name of what you call your houses that you're building to accommodate people in wheelchairs. <laughs> Uh, so what I want to know is uh, where are those houses being built, and can we look at them while they're being built or whatever? Mm, yes, ma'am. Um, you can come to Lake Caroline. Um, we would love for you to come out. It's a Saturday morning at 10 a.m., and we're going to do a um, key ceremony and the raising of the flag for uh, one of our Army veterans that's paralyzed. Okay. You can tour the home at that point. And that's the 16th, right? Yes, 16th of this month. Okay, my next question, please. Mm-hmm. Uh, you also told me earlier uh, where to get the pull-down fixtures for the kitchen uh, uh, cabinet, you know. To... Yes, ma'am. It's called Revis Shelf. Um, you can go online. There's um, your big box stores will have them. There's some specialty hardware um, stores that have that kind of stuff. And um, you pull your shelves out of your cabinets, and then this unit will mount in your upper cabinets. Mm-hmm. Um, and you simply reach up and pull it down, and, and you, you can access that from a wheelchair. I'm sure you can also find that, and at the uh, local uh, cabinet designer shop. And I, that sounds ridiculous, but there are several <laughs> shops out there that are uh, kitchen places where you buy cabinets. Okay. And, and I'm sure baths. Well, my house is built in 32. My kitchen Ooh. was a box of wood, <laughs> a floor to ceiling, four doors, one in each each wall. Wow. Uh, when we got the swimming pool put in, we I took the south side and, and cut it apart, made a bar and shelves above. What I'm trying to do now is to return it back to what it was to a certain point so that I can survive in it oh okay i kind of like the idea of the bar though maybe that'll help you survive well <laughs> now see i got in trouble with the cousin because he thought it was that kind of bar too oh okay okay <laughs> <laughs> no it was just open space so i could see the swimming pool while i was in the kitchen ah uh, okay oh and, and anyway uh this this is one of those that had the uh, shelves with the curtains on them and everything but i don't know i'm going that far back Mm, okay. That is that is a ways back. <laughs> All right, and we appreciate it. Have a great day, and uh, I love hearing about that. I hope you get to see the wheelchair house, too. Hey, I'm going to try. All right, thank you. Thank you. Let's go to Christy and Jackson, something the husband built. You with us, Christy? Yes, dear. 
Oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. Hey, sweetie. <laughs> well, I mean, because... Am, I, I, mean, am I about to get in trouble here? No. I okay. mean, I, mean, cause, uh, I wanted to teach you horn because uh, you forgot to mention, because we were sitting outside Sunday, Monday, heck, I don't remember, and you were looking around the backyard talking about how you built the shed, built, yeah. a, built a doghouse for the... Uh, Generator. And all that, and um, a thing for the wood, and all that, and I just wanted to teach your horn that you know, because you were so proud of the shed, and you were, and because and, that was such a great undertaking. <laughs> now, and, Christy, if his head gets any bigger, he's not going to be able to get out. The yeah, door. well, nobody said it was built right; it was just built. <laughs> well, he did kind of give up the the what what is it the little uh, you know um, what's it. I don't know. You usually work, use the word doohickey. Yeah, doohickey on top of the shed because he didn't lamp it right. You know, oh, I did not. Right. I did not lay the roof down right on the shed the first time, and it it, it may as well just not had anything on the top. Oh, a gold. so I had I had to go back and do do the uh, do the the roof again on the shed. But yes. Well, thank I you. Mean, you've also built rooms and the bathroom, and you know. So oh, I moved the room. Yeah. That's right. Built the rooms and built the, the bathrooms and uh, did the, the now, lighter. Yeah. How about the staircase? Did we get oh. that? Staircase never got worked on, but you know what? Fall is coming. Okay. Oh, yeah. Staircase okay. is definitely project. definitely an inside project. Sure kind of thing. So yeah, because I keep nagging him about that, and he just kind of looks at me and rolls his eyes. So y'all got y'all keep on it. We will. Right. Yeah. We will. It's scheduled in because, like you say, you don't want to be outside working in the heat and then come in and work inside in right. the air in the heat. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Gosh. So yeah, pencil that in. Okay. Don't, don't pin it in. Else. Okay. We have you right. down for three violations. Um, <laughs> shit <laughs> inside. Oh, yeah, by the way, do we need to get do we need to get a permit to do the stairs? We <laughs> get a permit on everything, according to Jeff. <laughs> The last two years here. Yeah. All I know is that when the inspector comes to my house, man. All right. Thank you, dear. Have a good day. See you. Bye-bye. All right. 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. We're going to take a real quick break here. Listeners, what have you made? What did you do that you're proud of? What did you make? For the do-it-yourselfers, what have you recently created at home? What are some of the life hacks or shortcuts that help you get things done around the house? Call us with your questions, comments, or just tell us what project you're working on at 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. We'll be right back. impaired mpb's radio reading service is here for you our dedicated team of volunteers bring the world of news and entertainment to you for information and to see if you qualify call us at 601-432-6301 i'm jeremy hobson one of the first questions after a terrorist attack is who did it isis is often quick to claim responsibility but not always isis would prefer to sow some doubt uh, when it conducts these attacks the strategy behind ISIS claims of responsibility. That's next time on Here and Now. Today at noon on MPB Think Radio. Hi, I'm Dr. Rick DeShazo for Southern Remedy. Each Wednesday, we answer your calls on health issues of interest to you. They range from medical questions on kids, young adults, baby boomers, and seniors. Whatever you need to know. Join me for Southern Remedy this morning at 11 on MPB Think Radio. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand.
Welcome back. This is Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein here with licensed contractor Dale Moore from Affordable Solutions 601 and Mr. Jeff Simmons from Houseworks. You got a mister today. I don't know oh, where well. that came from. Yeah. I may be getting a raise. You'll be calling Sir <laughs> Jeff Simmons from Houseworks. Share your comments and experiences with us this morning by calling 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. Uh, one of the things we were talking about today is some of the stuff that you've created around your home that you're proud of, something that you made that, you know, works, what, what like 30% of the time at least? So that's that's something that you can uh, call in about. 877-MPB-RING. One of the neat, smaller repairs that one can do that can make a huge, huge change in their home is repairing drywall holes, holes in the drywall. And the place where the holes end up the most is where the doorknobs are. Yes. And, and you know, I can't even tell you how many houses I've been in in my life where you see exactly where the doorknob goes, mm-hmm. uh, which is where that hole is, right on the other side. And there are a couple of things that you can do here, and if you feel handy slash crafty, uh, the easiest way to tackle that is uh, grab one of the drywall repair kits at your local hardware store. They sell them uh, to fix these, these like, doorknob holes. Or a, a hole around that size. They're 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 fairly easy. Uh, now I will say, when you're using anytime you use what they call joint compound or drywall mud, whatever you want to call it, the stuff that makes it so that it doesn't look like there's any seams, that stuff is tricky and uh, messy. And less messy. is more. Yes, less is more. And and drywall mud. I will say this though, there is a quick fix. There's a cheat for this. Oh yeah, now, they sell. Okay, if you go, yeah, this thing that looks, it looks like a small Frisbee and it looks, you put it over the hole and it's this uh, plastic uh, Frisbee like thing. And the whole point of it is to cover the hole. But what it does is it makes you look as though you prepared for the doorknob to hit just that place. So it looks like it was intentional. Yes. And it has a peeling stick tape on it. Right. So it stays. No one has to know that. There's it's still a hole, a hole behind, behind it. it, yeah. Right. So, so that's a quick and easy that you can use and fix up that drywall hole with. Now, it's going to look dumb if that drywall hole is like somewhere up on the top of the wall, but you know, if you put one of those things on it, but where the doorknob goes, yep, perfect, easy. And fix. it would help to add a door stopper there. Yeah, you know, because the hole will get bigger. Right. Um, especially if you've got a lot of traffic, like running kids coming through the house, mm-hmm. and the door is constantly swinging. Right. So I just noticed in doing a lot of maintenance, um, those are one of the quick fixes. And also those leaky toilets, like just seeping a little bit, mm-hmm. just change those kits out periodically. Yeah. And those sinks dripping mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Yeah, they sell them. All right. Uh, houses in the South. Michelle is on the line in Meridian where some of the prettiest real estate is in the mm-hmm. state. So, so what's going on, Michelle? Good morning. Good morning. Um, my question is really two things. The overhang of a house, I don't know if it's called the soffit or what, but uh, we have a thin mesh uh, opening that runs the entire length of the overhang. I guess mm-hmm. it's for ventilation for the attic. Yes, ma'am. Yep. Okay. And we're getting holes in it. We actually had a, a bird nest in mm. there. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know there was a hole until I heard the babies chirping. So you know, what's the best way? You know, it's too high for us to do. I think it would take scaffolding or something. What? How do we repair that? And then the second question was, in the south, when is the best time to paint your house? We have wood and brick. Okay. Uh, I'll start with the first one. My dad, the way he repaired that soffit was with a BB gun. Uh, it doesn't work for everyone, but you got to be a good shot. Yeah. So, uh, but that was squirrels, not birds. Yeah. Anyway, um, I would say... Wow, that mesh. The mesh can be replaced, guys. Sure. Now, they, they make a continuous soffit vent. Uh, it's about two inches wide. Um, and it sounds like you have screen material. Mm-hmm. The, I think it's screen. I'm not because I can get up to see it. Yes, ma'am. But this continuous soffit vent, is uh, it's aluminum and um, comes in 10-foot strips. So um, Easy to cut. Sure, yeah. and it also has screen behind it. That's right, for the ventilation. Yeah, it's a little more heavy duty than just the screen. Okay, so that's your option there. So you would take out 
the wood part that has this bend on it and replace it with this? Well, hopefully the hole is cut to that size. If not, you know, mm-hmm. hopefully it's smaller. So, so all you'd have to do is enlarge that uh, continuous screen vent and put the aluminum screen vent there. Okay. Okay. The screen vent should be stapled, smaller nails, something like that in there. So you might be able to take, you know, the, the top of your hammer and just poke it up and get right. it up out of there. Yeah, it's it, it, it's a it's a single story or two story? Um, well, the first part of the house is single, but then it goes to two story in the back. Yeah, well. So it's really, really high in the back. Oh, um, Dale? So when they well, scaffolding anyway are you good at working from the ladder or scaffolding uh they did scaffolding when we had it painted before okay okay well Well, that's a that's a job that you know if the house needs to be painted and sounds like it does you know you'd want to handle both of those at the same time yeah so so as far as painting in um in the south if you're going to paint spring spring it's really humid right now it's it's humid. Um, when is it summer? You talk uh, about spring you versus wanna, fall. You don't want to paint when you think it's going to rain uh, or freeze. Other than that, I, I think you're I think you're good to paint outside. Yeah, fifty eight so, degrees. If I can't get my painters until like September, it would still be okay. Oh yes, ma'am, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Okay. And can painters normally do what y'all are calling the repair for the socket? I doubt it. Um, you but, really, but, you really need a carpenter uh, okay. to to do that. Do that first, and then and then call your painter. If you want to go okay. cheap, you can do a handyman for that gig. Okay, and make sure they're bonded, insured, whatever, though. Uh, yes, ma'am, I would. Yeah, okay. that is your house. Check the work. And, and then they need to, of course, clear out the bird's nest, too, I would assume. Oh, yes. Yes. Okay. Not with a BB gun. No, 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 no. Uh, it had wonderful little baby birds and left. So. Okay, good. Okay, well, thank you very much. Thank you. We appreciate it. 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. You can also send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. I can tell you, being on a ladder is a very exhausting thing to do. Now, when you add 98 degrees to that, right. it's, it's rough. Yes. Yeah. It's real rough. The sun is banging on your neck, right. and you're on the uh, ladder like a bird in the cage yeah because you're using different muscles when you're standing on a ladder than when you're standing on the ground it's hard to be hands-free on a ladder something needs to be tied off or held on right well the problem with a ladder uh, i i see it all the time you put your ladder up you reach as far as you can Mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden (laughs) man i need to reach that one more foot up and down the ladder and that's when things go south on you that's true just so get down and move the get ladder. Get down and move when the it's ladder a up and, and down. be safe. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's just just remember, if you're doing a project that has to do with your gutters or anything up in the soffit, something like that, that's going to be a long day. And it's go ahead and get used day. to that. And don't yeah. cut corners when you're on a ladder. If you're moving a 32-foot or 40-foot ladder, that's a lot of labor uh, moving around. Just say up and down, cleaning the gutters out or something like that. Right. And and don't set the ladder on the gutters. No. Use it. It's called bullhorns. Mount that at the end of your ladder, or some some people call them standoffs. Yeah, okay. uh, and that will, that will that will mount on the roof and uh, mm-hmm. keep it off of the gutter so you don't scratch it or dent it. Right. Good. That's a, that's a good tip. Definitely. Uh, the gutters were not made to hold your weight. No. Uh, Number to call is 877 MPB ring. That's eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. One of the things that one can do when unclogging a drain, okay, Mm -hmm. and a lot of people will pour and pour and pour this liquid Drano kind of stuff into the drain, and and sometimes it's just not. It's going to need a little more. Doesn't have the juice. Yeah. I have learned the easiest way, especially if you have PVC plumbing, Mm -hmm. just take the the P-trap out. Uh, now, the P-trap is the thing at the bottom of your drain. Like, okay, when you turn the sink on, if you look underneath, there's a line going down, and then there's like this big curve in it, okay? That's that's how plumbing works. You have to have that curve. So anyway, but if you will unscrew that, there's little things on either side. There's usually they're screwed in. You can take that little thing out, the little turn that looks like a J. It's called a P-trap. Uh, you can take that out and just clean that out. Now, that's right. Here's what you don't do. 
don't take it out and then pull it up to the sink that you just pulled it off of and turn the water on because <laughs> right. you just made a mess. Uh, take it to another sink and do that. But I've seen, and, um, not to cut you off, but I've seen time and time again where um, people let the little drips from those pea traps mm-hmm. right out the vanity. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. I mean, all the time. You'll see um, that wafer board or the prefab um, uh-huh. wood just swells up, puckle, buckle, and the bottom shelf rots out. Yep. Right. And all they had to do was either change them or hand tighten them. They, I mean, just hand tighten them. That's, yeah, that's all right. they need. Now, now uh, also remember that pea trap will be full of water all the time. Right. So that's when the purpose. Are, when you're taking it out, you know, don't, you know, have a little bucket of something level. there. Yeah. Because it, it will be full of water. And, and it will be funky. Hair. Yeah, it will be funky. It is not a, it's not a happy job. Biodegradables, no. all kind of stuff. But it, will make, but it will make things much better if you just clean out that drain. Don't, and you know what? Just don't spend, you know, uh, you know 50 bucks on oh, the Drano no. stuff when you just need to clean out that peach trap. That's right. Typically. That's what's typically wrong. You know, in the commercials, they always show like the glass pea trap where the where the where the hair is coming out. You know, and I'm like, ah. when if you have girls in the house, you will have that hair build up, <laughs> but you have got to um, clean it out, and it's not going to work always like the commercial. All right, eight seven seven MPB ring. That's eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. Let's go to the line right now. Carol is in Vicksburg and building a brick mailbox filler. This is this is now. What is this? Hey there. Good morning. Morning. Um, somebody just demolished my, you know, old four by four uh, mm. wooden post uh, mailbox support. Oh, um, we can fix that, Carol. Yeah, oh, <laughs> yeah. But um, I'm, I'm no longer uh, interested in getting out there with a the post hole digger and and uh, you know, right, doing that myself. <laughs> um, and I, a lot of my neighbors have these impressive looking brick um square or rectangular right. uh posts you mm-hmm. know that the mailbox fits inside and i was really wondering they look kind of dangerous to me mm-hmm. um in terms of highway safety and i was wondering if y'all had ever worked with that and if you know are there rules about um how many can be on a street or there may be to the street or there may be uh, neighborhood or covenants, something like that, that you may have to check on. But I will say the whole purpose, I know I know that, like you said, they look impressive. But the whole purpose of a brick mailbox is so that if something hits it, it's damaged <laughs> instead of the mailbox. Um, well, luckily, somebody got damaged with my – I was so mad. It's the fourth time in 19 years, and it's like, is this malicious? I, I, you know, yeah, that, that's, you just start to wonder. That's somebody above telling you to put up a brick mailbox. Uh, uh, Dale? <laughs> Or try the one on the house, you know. Oh, yeah. Make the mailman get up out of the truck and come to the house. I've, um, Hmm. with my experience, I think we've done some work down there around Knox Landing. And those brick mailboxes are real close to the street on that little street coming around the curve. It's it's just unforgiving if someone hits one. To me, I would definitely probably go back with something else, uh, porcelain or something. But... You know, so if you do hit it, it can break away because you don't want uh, someone to hit your mailbox and, call, you know, just crash right there. Yeah. You know, That's a good point. See, I was about to tell you away. put up one of, uh, some of those poles like they have at the gas station, you know. Yeah, no, make them but break not. away <laughs> because the mail is not that important. The mail will still run, but someone lose their life in front of your house. That's going to be unforgiving. Yeah, look at you yeah. being conscious and stuff. Okay, what, what about you, Jeff? Well, you know... Um, a brick brick mailbox looks nice, uh, but if a car hits it, you know you're going to be rebuilding that, and it's going to be much more expensive than the than the four by four, mm-hmm. or at least so. a certain amount of feet off the street, you know, so you can. Oh yeah, can you can you back it up off the street a little ways? You know, I, I'm. Well, it's kind of hard. You know, Vicksburg, we're there are very few flat uh, lots. That's right, <laughs> right. And, yeah. uh, everything's got, on a hill. Uh, yeah, everything's kind of on a hill, and. Um, I was thinking about maybe I don't I have no you idea how, how much it would cost, but do like a, a little semicircle to get you know so the postman could drive maybe four feet off the road, but it would. Oh. Uh, but you know, I mean, that's mm-hmm. still dealing with elevational change and drainage right. and a lot of it opens up a lot of other issues. Oh, yeah, that's yes. true. 
You know, I really don't know the guidelines on a, on how close it's supposed to be. Me neither. I've never, I've never um, thought about that. No, and then but, they own their first five feet, so it's hard to say. True. Yeah. You know. I say put up a brick mailbox and no, and no. Post a warning office, sign on it. Post office can tell you. Oh, the post office can tell you. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Call oh, okay. USPS. Yep. All right. Thank you, Carol. Appreciate put it. a breakaway up. Right. Okay. One, yeah, a spring on the bottom, so it just yeah. pops right back up. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Thanks. A clown, a clown mailbox. Right. <laughs> right. Let's go to Johnson in Mississippi. He's got a hole in the house. If you're in Vicksburg, yep. I would say that's been there for a while. What's going on? Okay. A woodpecker. I live in a fat uh, new house. I'm uh, having trouble with a woodpecker. Yes. It affects a hole in my house. <laughs> yep. Is uh, it stucco? Yes. Yeah, they mm-hmm. love it. They're going to come back. They love that... Um, they love stucco. Have you tried putting out the fake owl, owl or snake? No, I haven't tried anything. But shout at them with <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? They'll make more, so that's not going to work. No. Uh, I will tell you that I've got a friend that put, you know, one of these rubber snakes, yep. like a like kids' toy snake. Yeah. Uh huh. And you can hang it right up under the soffit, and you better bet no birds will get anywhere near it. Are they doing it on your? They're doing it on your uh, chimney. Now it's up on top, right at the, almost where my roof side at. Okay, like a half gable or something. And I was scared yeah. to uh, stop up the hole because I was figured they'd probably go somewhere else and pick another hole. Probably, yes. yeah. Now, they, they also sell the plastic owls yep. that people mm-hmm. have a lot that they hang out around because the, the birds won't come where those big owls are, like a barn owl-type looking owl. Now. I'll tell you something we've tried, not so much for birds, but for squirrels. You can get, uh, you can buy this at any hunting store. It's called fox urine. Um, put some fox urine on that hole, and that squirrel is not coming anywhere near it. So, wow. But, but again, they will go dig, they will eat another one. Right. Um, hey, you got a cat, Johnson? No. Uh, uh, cats, uh, birds hate cats. Yeah, yeah, and and cats. Well, as uh, as we've learned on creature comforts, uh, a lone cat will decimate a bird population around your house, and, and some just, squirrels, <laughs> and some squirrels. Right. But in my experience, I've noticed um, with the stucco, the owl is about the best way. You can put them in that corner, uh-huh. and they they'll stop. Because we've had um, one of the doctor's houses. I mean, they were just going from spot to spot, and we would have to patch here, patch there. Right. And he put that big um, owl up in the corner down there in the front by the bush. Mm-hmm. And called mm-hmm. back. Well, there's a couple of ideas for you, Johnson. I appreciate the call. Okay, thank you. Thank you. We need to take a break, uh, Jonas. Are we doing that? Or do we already do it? Okay. All right, we're going to continue our discussion after the break. For the do-it-yourselfers, what have you recently created at home, and what are some of the life hacks or shortcuts that help you get things done around the house? Call with your questions, comments, or just tell us what project you're working on at 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. We're going to talk to Brandon and Melanie coming up real quick. This is MPB. Radio is your voice for Mississippi. If you or your community has an event coming up and you'd like help spreading the word, send us an email. You've got mail to PSA at mpbonline.org. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. Welcome back. This is Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein, who with licensed contractor Delmore from Affordable Solutions 601 and Jeff Sammons from Houseworks. Let's go straight to the phone. Let's see. Who's first up here, Jonas? Is that uh, Brandon? Brand- no, Melanie in Greenville has got a question about mailboxes or maybe a comment. 
Melanie, you got a fix for those mailboxes? Well, I'm a mail carrier. Oh, okay. There you go. A lot of people forget that the mailboxes need to be 38 to 42 inches from the pavement to the bottom of the mailbox, not the top. They put them too low. But I really like the wooden post with the mailbox that sticks out in front. But Uh if you'll drop a plumb line from the front of that post where the uh, wooden piece stops to uh, support that box, and put it level with the back of your curb. If you've got one of those concrete curbs that's squared on top. Yeah. Because you've got taller mail carriers that got a longer arm reach, and then little short ones like me that don't reach quite as far, <laughs> so you don't want to put it too far back. But if you put it too far forward, other people are going to hit it. Well, I but tell usually you, that works pretty well. I tell you what, I've never known how far the mailbox should have been from the pavement. So 38 to 42 inches? Uh, yeah. To the bottom of the mailbox, not the top of it, because you've got some boxes that are taller than others. Sure, right. But you put it 38 to 42 inches, and then if uh, the county or the city comes along and adds another layer of pavement, it's still tall enough, but it's not too tall. Now, how far off of the road surface is the front of the box supposed to be? Now, was this lady in the city? Because if you're in the city and you've got those concrete curbs, yes, ma'am. then it really needs to be as close to the uh the curb that's against the yard. Oh, okay. Do it to the front of the curb that's against the road because somebody's going to hit right, it or right. a mirror or something and throw. But if you can put it right over the edge of where the curb meets the grass. Okay, so the now, back of the, the curb. County, if you're in the country and in the county, you try to put it far enough off the road for the carrier to pull out a line of travel of traffic that's coming along behind them. Ah, okay, makes sense. It's making more sense every moment. All right, let's go real quick to Brandon in Louisiana with a question about an attic. Brandon, you with us? I'm here. So what's going on? I was just going to tell you all a little tip about lowering your electric bill. and I know everybody loves to have a lower electric bill. Go for it. Most people don't know that the vent under your soffit is for cooling your attic. That's what the big whirly bird thing on the top of it, the turbine, Right. But if you don't have any wind blowing that day, your attic can get almost 200 degrees up there. Uh-huh. Put a fan in the end of your gable. Ah. Put them on timers. When it's hottest part of the day, they'll kick on, they'll suck it out. It lowered my electric bill by $100 a month. Wow. That's amazing. That's impressive. You can also use uh, one of the electric fans on top of the house instead of the whirly bird types. You can right. use those. Right. Right, um, but it's an easy, uh, quick fix. I mean, uh, you'll have to get a you know a licensed electrician up right. there to put you a, a, a plug in up there. All right, Brandon, we appreciate it. Uh, We are at the end of our show. Great tip. Fix It 101 is a production of Mississippi Public Broadcasting Think Radio and is funded by the generous contributions from listeners like you. Our show is produced by Mr. Jonas Adams. Our call screener today is Haley. For Del Moore and Jeff Simmons, I'm Jason Klein. Stay tuned for our Wednesday 10 a.m. show, Everyday Tech with Sharita Brent and Ashley Jeffcoat. And join us next Wednesday at 9 for Fix It 101 only on MPB Think Radio. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand.